Hello, this is Professor Victor Lopez, and for today's podcast, I'd like to talk about uh, the 10 characteristics of principled leaders. I have written about the issue of principled leadership in various venues over the years, including in an essay published in the University of Botswana's Law Journal more than a decade ago. It is impossible to have a meaningful fair discussion of ethics without noting the competing schools of ethics that inform our views on the subject. When I cover ethics in my legal studies courses and in the business law and legal environment textbooks that I've published throughout the past three decades, I always begin by presenting basic information on the major branches of ethics traceable to the two competing schools of deontology and teleology. It is important to note the irreconcilable differences that underlie these philosophies and the political and legal systems that they inform, as these are and have always been closely related. Any discussion of the subject that ignores this can easily devolve into indoctrination rather than education as there is no one system of ethics that is universally recognized and accepted. Reasonable, honorable people who draw their ethical systems from a relativistic teleological school of ethics, like utilitarianism, will inevitably clash with equally reasonable and honorable people who base their ethical system on one of the ethical schools under the umbrella of formalism deontology. The ethical decisions of the former will be informed by their relativistic view of right and wrong, while the latter will be informed by an equally valid but inconsistent ethical system which acknowledges absolute values of right and wrong and views the intended consequences of one's actions as largely irrelevant engaging the ethical value of one's conduct. Thus, when viewed under a utilitarian filter, if one were to travel back in time, strangling a baby Adolf Hitler in his cradle when he had not yet committed any atrocities is justifiable conduct, as it will save the lives of more than 7 million innocent victims in the future. But under a filter of deontology, both religious and secular, such conduct would be morally wrong because it would involve the killing of an innocent infant who had not yet committed any crime. In a similar vein, we must recognize the simple, pragmatic fact that there are political and ethical issues on which we, as a society, may never agree. The death penalty and abortion immediately come to mind. Despite the best efforts of each side of those polarizing issues to marginalize, misrepresent, and even dehumanize the other, the honest, simple fact is that both sides can justify their positions with equally sound ethical arguments based on diametrically opposed schools of ethics. No amount of acrimonious debate can change that fact. Fortunately, on most issues at least, people of conscience can agree on what constitutes ethical conduct. This is certainly true in the realm of business, government, 
and academia where principled leaders abound whose ethics are informed by both absolutist and relativistic schools of ethics. In my experience, what makes these individual ethical leaders is their consistent adherence to the following 10 principles. Number one, they put the interests of the institutions they serve above their own self-interest. Number two, they understand that character is defined by the small acts they perform when no one is looking. Number three, they recognize that respect must be earned and nurtured over time, but can be lost in an instant. Number four, they promote their people, not themselves. Number five, they take responsibility for their personal failures and for the failures of the groups they lead. Number six, they share credit for their successes with the individuals who made them possible. Number seven, they are consistent and predictable in their decision-making and in the exercise of their discretion. Number eight, they strive to do what is right rather than what is expedient, regardless of the consequences to themselves. Number nine, they do not fear making unpopular decisions and clearly communicate their rationale for making such decisions to the people it affects. Number 10, they only serve institutions that do not require them to compromise their principles. Principled leaders can make an enormous impact on the organizations they serve at all levels and are often most appreciated after they retire or move on. Their contributions and impact most poignant and palpable in their absence. Thank you very much for listening. And that's all for this podcast. Take care.